You're listening to I Feel For You, and this is episode 84. I'm Dion, a writer, installation artist, yoga, somatic movement and embodiment facilitator, DJ, amongst other things. In short, I create events and experiences for the community to feel more space, more at home in their bodies and more free, using modalities like art, sound, VR, nature, writing and feelings. In this podcast, I'm sharing some story time moments on what's been going on lately, acknowledging the deep wisdom that can come from the darkest moments, closing the ports and bringing things back to your center. It's really been a practice in trust, unlearning hyper-independence and unlearning masking, also practicing not hiding and taking up space always through boundary explorations, you know, playing with the easy up, easy down, resilience building, an expression that feels safe, and that's the sticky bit, but I'm invested. So staying with what is, practicing tenderness, compassion, and acceptance for what is, essentially doing the best I can with what I got. There's always a moment to get that quote in, right? Thank you, Mimi. And as you might expect, I also share some ideas for you to explore, whether you're experiencing something similar in resonance or you just want some evergreen tools. I got you. I really hope that this podcast helps support you in remembering who you are, as well as offers you some free space for exploration. And I also want to honour space for the not needing to do, capital D, or leap into this self-improvement idea with this or any other idea that I share. You know that though, right? This life pie is a daily practice. It's a process of being. Although on our little walks through the world, we are interconnected and interdependent. So to anyone else on the journey, I really hope that you might feel encouraged and comforted to allow space to dwell in your own process. And as always, a reminder that this podcast Pleasure Zone is a conversation. I love to hear from you, so feel welcome to leave me a voice note or contact me through dion.space. All the links will be in the show notes. And also, if you dig this episode, I really, really appreciate you sharing the love with your people and animals, because I love resonance and magic and spells by word of mouth or any other expression. So whether that's you sharing the podcast, tagging me in your socials, I do love a screenshot or video from where you're listening from. Take me with you. That was me singing Prince. Or leaving me a review, which helps other like-minded humans find the show. I am deeply appreciative to connect with you. Grateful that you're here. I hope you enjoy the show. Tuesday the 23rd of November 2021, sometime around 8am, a stream of consciousness written on the toilet, attempting to explain to my Patreon fam what's been going on lately. Hello loves, it's taken every part of me to summon energy to write, delete that. I've been having a bit of a challenging time. A breakdown of sorts, a burnout at large. I realised I don't know how to be in this world without giving all I have to others. I don't know how to prioritise myself 
to center myself fully without feeling inclined to want to help or be of service in some way. I know this sounds martyr-like. I don't care anymore. Trauma is what it is and I've been doing a lot of hard, deep work with my therapist to try and find a way through, to find a way back to myself. It's hard because I don't know what that is or how it feels. I know I'm far at sea and that I've had energy for so little that my body felt like it was betraying me again. When in reality, it was doing everything it could to keep me here, to be here, to stay. I hope this doesn't worry anyone. I'm also figuring out how to be in my truth, to unmask, to not code switch. You see, I've been on another simultaneous deep and intense journey these months in realizing my neurodivergence. Wow, that's scary to type out, (laughs) scary to say, not scary, just real. I've been on a magnificent research trip, you know me, been in consultations, conversations with specialists, with many who also identify, who I also deem specialists, with my doctors, have been referred to other specialists for official diagnosis, which is interesting, the officialness and the diagnosis part. And I am, six months after this official referral, still in limbo, for it could be years before I know any more due to waiting lists. I've spoken with psychologists and doctors, completed all their tests, which shockingly reveal my brain veers in different landscapes than neurotypical ones. And I've been in shock, to be honest, with processing it all. At first trying to dismiss, distance and defend the other more official ways that explain why my brain is like this. Trauma, anxiety, the side effects to my autoimmune disorder, my recovering empath nature, which is mostly on boundaries and learning to recover from emotionally immature parents, a trifle of trauma, my Pisces sun, Gemini moon, my INFP, my Enneagram four with a five wing and more besides. So when to speak on it? When I get something official? When the same tests I've taken and the same conversations I've been having for months are officiated by someone else? Does diagnosis matter? Yes, I think it does to me. But also, no. I'm constantly resisting top-down positioning that validates and invalidates people's truths. Does it matter to have a label attached? You know how I feel about labels. Or not? Okay, a quick side note on that. Because labels can feel restrictive to me. How I feel when I'm put in a box. I want to resist all limitations. I want to shapeshift always, or at least have the freedom to. I want to surprise, not as performance, but for myself. Is that selfish? I want to surprise myself to feel I am in life, swimming in it, immersed in it, growing. And to me, that means being open to possibility, open to change. I know I also have issues with staticness, staying when my reflex is to run, being with it 
when I can instead constantly be seeking ways to improve myself or fix something I must have done wrong? Is that a response to symptoms of a capitalist, white supremacist, ableist, neurotypical agenda? Possibly. Is it trauma? Quite certainly trauma plays a part. This is how I've survived on this planet. But also, because we can hold multiple possibilities at once, this is how my brain works. It's a seeking brain, a curious brain, aren't they all? My body, not separate from my brain, loves this way of being too. It loves exploring new ways of being in the world. New ways of moving, new terrain, new patterns, new roads, off-roads ideally, so it can create its own path. Sure, body brain likes familiar pathways too, and to know how to meet its needs, like after a long day of sitting or after a walk uphill when my front just wants to melt into softness, to be carried. My back and my front want to be carried. Update, 7th of January, 2022. So I wrote this letter on Tuesday, the 23rd of November, 2021. And I was hoping to send it to you on that date to update you with what was happening. But somehow I couldn't manage it. I was close then when I realised I was in collapse and freeze I had an emergency extra session with my therapist who advised me to close all the ports. Close all the ports. Isn't that great advice? Like a ship at sea, indecisive and overwhelmed by ports that require a visit, each feeling equal in their importance and not knowing which way to go and ending up using a lot of fuel in that confusion. In the moment of overwhelm, What ports are available to close? So we can instead focus on where we're at. Not touring the various destinations, but floating for now. Centre ourselves however possible. So we can stay afloat and be much more helpful to others. Of course, I'm learning, albeit slowly, that my sole purpose in life isn't to keep others afloat but I have a strong patterning for it. Do you relate? I was trained from being a baby into adulthood to be considerate of others, to not bother them with my needs or desires. And I was shown they didn't matter anyway. This isn't a sob story, friends, just a relational moment to give some context to the lifetime of work I'm invested in, to keep showing up for, to repattern, unlearn, relearn, Me and younger me are getting acquainted once again. I'm learning how to take care of her. And I think this burnout over the last few months was really fueled by her final retort, a tantrum to demand I pay attention. Aren't our bodies and inner worlds so clever like that? Not trying to glamorise or silver line a breakdown, rather acknowledge the deep wisdom that can come from them, in them. The message within it, in the darkest moments, which is telling you, hey friend, stay here. I want you to be okay. And here's how we can begin that process together. So here we are, January 2022, 
And I'm feeling so, so much better in ways. Of course, the world is still on fire and the grief feels impossible to sit with for very long. The need for processing individually, collectively, is magnificent. The yearning that's always present to want to offer something, anything which might be helpful to people. Again, not in the martyr way or selfless way I was trained to do that foregoes any of my own needs. Rather, the deep and ever-present yearning for connection with fellow souls on the path and to keep showing up for them, for us, as close to purpose as I can articulate right now. And so I sit with the complexity of it all and I sit with the unknown, questions and quandaries that don't have neat answers Yielding to what is, surrendering a need to fix or take care of things in ways that mean I can go back to operating in the ways I've always done before, everybody else first, myself last. But this is a process, and in that process, I'm really trying to talk to myself nicely, which is easier said than done. If you too find it easier to conjure those unkind voices, the negativity bias is at play. What I found makes it easier is to practice self-compassion by using the help of my imaginary cat, Yenkins, and imagining younger me in some moments when it feels accessible. And I practice tending to and caring for them. And by doing so, I thus offer the same to myself as adult me. Does that make any sense? And with all of that said, I'm at sea, but practicing conserving my fuel for myself first, which, as a consequence, naturally opens up ports for me to visit, to share and give and offer from that place, which I think is more useful. And it's a daily practice, a process, And to anyone else on the journey, I really hope that you might feel encouraged or comforted to allow space to dwell in your own process, to close ports if need be, and to bring it all back to your centre. There are, of course, other things that have helped me on the journey, but as I mentioned in episode 80 of this podcast, Holding Hands with Hope, which I recorded and spoke about being in it, but not utterly consumed by it, along with some other deeper shares and offerings, you know that I'm ever reluctant to tell you to do anything. And rather, I'm much more interested in us practicing being. And when it's unbearable to be with stuff, then to tap out in ways that feel supportive to our bodies, to let the body lead the way if possible. So a reminder that you don't have to do anything or to feel pressure to fix or to make things right. So I'm holding space for that. And also for the sake of those looking for some ideas, I wanted to offer a quick nod and acknowledge some of the things that did help me during this phase of burnout that have given me space to be in space with what I was in without needing to have to change or force myself to improve myself, rather things that helped me be with what was present. So here's a quick list of stuff that's helped me now and always. So therapy and 
I realize the barriers of being able to afford therapy. That's a very real theme in my life. And I've been keeping an ongoing list of accessible therapy ideas um, in previous podcast episodes and also over on my blog and website. I will link those for you. If you're listening to this in a podcast app and you want something immediately, you could head over to podcast episode 31 which offers some ideas and ways that you can seek help. Um, But as I said, you'll find the link to the show notes of this episode in the show notes. So head there where I will list things out for you that are more specific for you to peruse so that you can choose your own adventure. Also a reminder, there are so many different types of therapy. I have a blog post about this and maybe I'll record it as an episode if it's easier to access if you're finding reading challenging at the moment. Um, I know I am and so listening to things is feeling quite helpful so maybe that should go on the list as well. What else has been helping me? Morning pages and writing in general. So you know I speak about morning pages or pages all the time. Um, If you're not sure or you're new to listening to this podcast, check out the show notes where I'll link you to some resources. Other stuff that's been helping yoga and movement and meditation practices, it probably comes as no surprise, but maybe it does. You know, some people I realize even if you teach any kind of movement modality for a living, there can absolutely be phases of burnout where even turning to those resources that have helped you out so much feels hard. But for me, I stay consistent with my daily practice. And as you know, my daily practice is adapted to how I feel in that moment of the day. So it's different every single day. And I encourage you to embrace how you feel as you show up for yourself in your practice, whatever that is. Uh, You might also know I make free resources for you over on my YouTube channel. You can find me if you look for Dion Yoga or obviously link is in the show notes. I've also made, which I'm not sure if I've spoken about this, but I've made some practice journeys for you like 30 Days of Yoga, which is a free resource for you. Um, It's the videos, but also I've created this mail for you, like a daily email, which is like a love letter and an encouragement um, hug. (laughs) What's an encouragement hug? It's a, it's an email and as well as the, the practice that you receive each day, there's a note for you with some ideas to contemplate. Um, there's prompts for you if you like writing and links to other resources and probably memes and gifts. But, you know, who knows? It's, it's like a surprise every day. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy that. You can sign up just by going to dion.space. You'll find it there. Um, There's also other practice journeys like Earthing for Earthlings, which is a shorter journey. Uh, It's 14 days, that one. And there's a new practice journey, which I just released on my YouTube channel called Winter Light Practices. So if you're in the Northern Hemisphere and you're looking for some winter themed seasonal focused practices, and even if you're in the Southern Hemisphere and you're just looking for something at this time of year, hopefully you'll find those useful. I'll also be having a live stream soon. I know, I know. Listen to the end for more details on that because it's going to be invite only. And yeah, I'll speak about it in a bit. But let's carry on with this list because I want to stay on track. What else has been helping me just stay with what is? Music. Music and making my radio show feelings. So you probably know this, but music is my easiest access point to convey my emotions, to connect with them, to even understand them or 
just to be with them actually rather than again needing to fix or get in my head about things the music just helps stuff move through you know what I mean and so I hope it offers other people who listen some processing space to be with and move through stuff too so I'll link you to some episodes of feelings if that's your bag if not you probably get my um playlists there's a gigantic one called vibes immediately over on my spotify and tons more i'm always sharing new playlists in my digest which is my newsletter again you can sign up for that go to dion.space forward slash digest and get access immediately to some treats what else is helping and what's been helping me at this time watching things that comfort me of course So I've got a list of stuff that have helped particularly um, with anxiety. I don't know about you, but particularly since the start of this pandemic, approaching the two year mark now, um, I, it's not even since then, I'm a bit sensitive. I can't really stomach seeing trauma, like, and pain and really violent stuff. Um, And just certain things that like trigger me and give me nightmares and, you know, linger. Um, I find it quite difficult to watch certain things. So I sort of have to be a bit cautious. I've actually found a great website where you can kind of check beforehand. I can't remember the name of it now, but I will put it in the show notes. But it's sort of like um, a checker where you can just see if there's any potential um, trigger points that you might be particularly um, sensitive to before you watch something, which is great. So I'll make sure I link that for you. Wait a second, let me just make a note of that. Link for triggers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I've got a list of things that I've been watching that have been helpful for my anxiety, i.e. not triggering my anxiety, which might resonate with someone out there. So I'll link that for you. It's a kind of relatively newish blog post. You might also be familiar with my big shared community google doc films for self-care it's just a running list of stuff that i and many others have shared ideas on so feel welcome to have a look at that and please add your own ideas there anything that you've watched that might be films or series or whatever short films and also i'll link my letterboxd account because i've been updating that recently um because i yeah i are you the same? Like you have these like tallies, like Goodreads or Letterboxd and then it can be years and you just don't update the thing. And then you suddenly catch a wind and then you think, okay, I'm just going to put these down. And you're like, why don't I do this all the time? But anyway, that is what it is. I'll link you to my Letterboxd account. What else has been helping? Okay, wait, let's just take a breath. Wait. Do you take a breath with me? Okay, sorry, was getting a little hmm, excited. Right, it's okay to be excited. Um, But I also want to be, want to still stay on the ground, if you know what I mean. What else has been helping? Um, Prioritizing rest. I don't think I need to say more on that because I talk a lot about rest. You might see that there are many podcast episodes that talk about that, a lot of blog posts. And I've gathered up a heap of rest resources over on my blog on dion.space. In fact, if you just go straight to my blog, it's right at the top um, and you'll find a list of stuff that you're welcome to take or leave, choose your own adventure with. 
other stuff that has been helping at this time. Painting is what it is. And yeah, painting without goal or, you know, lofty perfectionist traits or anything like that. Just painting, opening a page and just letting my feelings out through the paint. Morning walks also help. So getting up and within the first half hour of waking, just going outside and being in nature or trying to get to nature at least. And sometimes that might be the kind of more um, urbanised nature, a local tree, or maybe I get to the park, which is amazing, where I can get to talk to dogs and squirrels and birds. Um, And shout out to one of my dear teachers, Beau Forbes, for this one. The morning walks have really helped with my sleep. So if you're looking to improve your sleep and you haven't tried that already, it could be worth a shot. I don't know. See how it goes. Yeah, obviously let me know. And it goes without saying, but I'll say it because I love to hear from you when I share these podcasts. It's a conversation rather than a one-way, hopefully, one-way message. I would love to hear what's helping you and what has helped you in the past um, be with what is because, yeah, I really value your shares and your ideas and let's chew this and travel Traverse the terrain together. Um, What else has been helping? Embracing the season I'm in, physically, mentally and emotionally. Again, lots of podcasts on this. Episode 60, Honouring Your Own Season, We Move Regardless, is an example. And also quite a popular one with listeners is episode 28, Learning to Trust You Are Enough. That's actually one of my favourites as well. So head over there. I will link you again in the show notes, but if you did just want to dive straight in, go for it. Um, Other stuff that has been helping, long soaks in Epsom salt baths. Water babies at sea, do you feel me? (laughs) Earlier nights and better sleep hygiene in general. And uh, there's more on that when it comes to the live stream, which I'll tell you about very, very shortly. But I want to get to the end of this list. Uh, Moving slower in general. Yeah, that's a good one. So let's take another breath for nothing. We go at our own pace, right? Yes. Whatever pace that is. And finally, um, letting myself follow the flow of my energy at the time, which is easier said than done. But we can think of this like a meditation in itself, right? We're simply observing what's happening, how do we feel, what's present, what requires attention, what's feeling like a distraction, what do we need, etc, etc. And this doesn't have to be a formal thing. It can be as simple as knowing when you need to use the bathroom. Do you get me? Those of you who hold hang on as you're in the middle of something very important please beloved go and relieve yourself now relieve yourself in general release some tension wherever you are on the journey relieve yourself from the ports that feel too much clear the slate where possible and when you can't clear the slate to really check in with the energy that you have and adapt accordingly start with you (laughs) And there's so much more I could say here, but 
perhaps instead I'll hold back from overloading information and instead remind you that I'm sharing all of these tools and resources in the show notes. There's practices and stuff that's helped me as well as things that I've made, which have I've been told helped others too, um, which is not to say that it's a one size fits all. So always choose your own adventure, choose your own seasoning, etc, etc. But head to dion.space or ifeelforyoupodcast.com and this is episode 84. And so about this announcement that I referenced earlier, this wasn't a, what do you call it when you're trying to like trick people into listening to something till the end? What do you call it? (laughs) Clickbait? Is that what they, (laughs) like, it's not clickbait. I mean, clearly I, I can't even think of the word of what it is, but yeah, I just sort of wanted to put this at the end so that it wasn't a distraction from the other stuff that I was talking about. But as I mentioned, I'm also holding space for a live stream gathering soon, soon, like real soon. And it will be one of my self-care sessions and spaces to land from way back in the day. You know, those of you who've rolled with me for years will probably remember. And so, yes, we'll be practicing deep rest and that will include some yoga and movement and stillness, some connective tissue work, some free writing with prompts and space for connection should you want it. And as always, there'll be lots of extra tools and resources offered to you in the follow-up from the session. And it's open to anyone. You don't need any experience. You don't need any special props. You just need to bring yourself. That's it. So if you're interested in this offering, reach out to me and I'll send you the details. So you can head over to dion.space forward slash contact and just send me a message, okay? Okay, so that's all for now. But I'm sending you heaps of love, encouragement and waves from this floating vessel to yours. Let's jellyfish it, eh? Is that too many analogies? Ships and creatures? Possibly, but we move. Or rather, we try to rest. We try to be with what is, the uncertainty, the unknown, the discomfort if it's not too difficult to be with, but also the escapism if that feels helpful and nourishing and comforting when things are hard. You get to practice new ways of being you whenever you feel like it, babes. You can always start over. I know I'm referencing a really recent podcast episode, sorry, you know, you can always begin again and again, but it's true, right? And even though I say begin, it's also a remembering of sorts, like getting back to the source. Saucy. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) So I hope that this episode, let's get serious now, serious, 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 seriously. I hope this episode can be a reminder of that. And to walk with you, perhaps on a different path, but a companion nonetheless. Do you, baby? I know I can't keep that serious for too long, but you know, always and forever. Take care of you, friends. Thank you for listening. <laughs>